Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is Mother's Day on Sunday. Have you got yourself uh, a gift for your mother yet? Have you done that? Some say, many say actually, they wait till like the last minute. Because I think lots of times, depending on your age and your mother's age, you know, if you're going to take her out for brunch or you're, that, that's kind of a gift. And then you, you get like flowers or something to uh, accompany that. Right. Know? Um, when they're young, when you're young, uh, you know, probably your father or somebody goes out and buys something for her, but, uh, usually it's flowers or something like that mm-hmm. day of, especially, if, I mean, if you're not doing anything, like if you're going to her house to have dinner and watch the Leaf game, if that happens Sunday night, right. you best show up with something, dude. Uh-huh. Like a, a dip. <laughs> nice bowl of hummus. <laughs> Bag of chips and some hell of a good. Yeah. Ooh, I had, uh, you probably don't like hummus, do you? Probably because of the chickpea. Eh, it's all right. No. It wouldn't be my go-to. Well, I prefer one. the baba ganoush. This will make you throw up. I saw dill pickle hummus. Wow. Oh. And I'm eating it by the spoon. I, are you putting hot sauce on that, too? Yes, I have to. <laughs> Actually, they also had a spicy dill pickle dip I saw I haven't tried yet. All right. I'll get into that soon enough. People were asked uh, about their favorite uh, celebrity mom, and the favorite celebrity mom isn't even real. It's uh, Lois Griffin from Family Guy. Lois. Lois. Ma. Yeah. Right. Ma. Ma. Peggy Bundy still shows up on the list. Okay. She was a great mom. <laughs> she was something. She was something. <laughs> Joyce Byers from Stranger Things. Sarah Connor from The Terminator. All right. And then uh, celebrities, uh, Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna, Drew Barrymore. Why are they great moms? I don't know. But like, what honestly makes them... Like a great, like I mean, they're working moms. Mm-hmm. They got a boatload of money. Do they take care? Of the, are there nannies involved in this maybe, situation? Maybe these are people thinking who they'd like to have as their mommy. Right. Michelle Obama, Obama, number two on the list. Okay. Yeah. Again, is, is it that hard to raise them in the White House? I guess. I guess Dad's off working a lot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, ways to impress your mom. That are fairly easy, because I say this all the time, you, you just just don't forget the day. If at the very least you just give her a hug and say, I love you, it'll probably be good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and don't demand anything of her that day. You know, don't love her, say, I love you, Ma, hug her, and then say, do I have any clean socks? Right. It's for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to take her out for uh, a meal... Pick her up extra early. Show some sign of excitement of the day. Gotcha. All right. Um, if your mom's bad with technology, make sure her phone and computer are up to date. Or if she needs some quick repair around the house, offer to take care of that or hire someone for her. Gotcha. Do stuff. Yes. With her in mind. Tell her about how you used at least one piece of advice she's given you over the years. Oh, wow. You? You got it? She used to, <laughs> I know you followed a lot of your dad's advice with yeah, the drinking. With the it? drinking. She used to say, I remember a lot of the time, if, a, if someone's down to their last dart, don't smoke it. <laughs> don't be a hog, Craig. <laughs> well, my father also gave me the, uh, the advice on, um, uh, or was it my mom, one of them, who said uh, when I was first dating, remember, she needs her cookies too. Wow. This is a real... <laughs> Real nurturing household. Look at me now. 
Like, what did your mom? What, did your mom give you some good motherly advice along the way? <laughs> get out. <laughs> Don't get her pregnant. Right. Um, ask her about her life before you were born. You know, a lot of times we just look at our mom as a mom. Right. Well, that, just be prepared that she will look back fondly at that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, things were great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Much better. <laughs> till I met your father. <laughs> Then you find out she was the town pump, and that doesn't go well. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Would she share that with you? Even if... <laughs> well, son, I knew every man in town. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And uh, a lot of these moms have huge egos. Three quarters of moms think they're the best mom in the world. Best in the world. Best in the world. Well, maybe because we've been... You know, keep it out and just buying gifts that tell them that every year. Coffee cups, that's <laughs> mom. Uh, and, and almost all moms say their family would be totally lost without them. Yeah, I could probably agree with that. I don't know about totally lost. Oh, well. I, 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 I directionally mean, challenged. Yeah, true. I mean, I'd never want to know life without her. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscar goes to... <laughs> The top skills moms uh, have, uh, they are confident that they are problem-solving, nurturing, multitasking. They're good at organization and time management and communication skills. Mm. Moms uh, top challenges on a regular basis are school stuff, not enough me time, financial struggles, dealing with kids, medical needs and health, and their kids misbehaving in general. And when moms aren't sure how to handle a situation, the top person they turn to is other moms. Most lean on other moms for support and advice. Right. They don't come to us dope-headed husbands. Why the hell would they do that? No. <laughs> Plus, we're the reason they need help. The fountain of youth, Lucky, has been found. Oh, maybe. Uh, some researchers doing some work on how to extend our lifespan. And they're talking about a big expansion, over 80% saying that if you wanted to live to 100, which is very doable, many do, how about 180? So they've done some work with uh, cells and and watching and studying and see how they uh, break down. And one of the reasons we age is because our our cells, and we're all, our, our entire body is made up of them, they start to break down. They found two reasons. The uh, mitochondria, how do you say it? Mitochondria. Mitochondria. I'm a doctor, you know. Right. The mitochondria gets weaker. Now, I might not be able to say it, but what I understand is that's the, the, the energy or the protein that keeps our cells growing. So mm. it starts to weaken, and then with that, it's the energy for our cells. And so then the cells themselves start to die off as that, as that gets weaker, um, and our DNA becomes less stable. The same is true for yeast cells. Uh, so basically, they figured out how to take these two cells and rewire them and trick them so that the two things won't happen at the same time. They'll alternate. They found that when they give each one a, a little break, uh, it slows down the aging process in general, and the yeast cells can last 82% longer. Wow. Now, it's uh, just a proof of concept. They haven't uh, tested it on any humans, so you're not going to see any 170-year-olds skipping down the street anytime soon. 
Uh, they've been trying it on gene therapy, but they say it could work on human cells as well. Could you imagine? Wow. Doing this job, you and I, Craig and Lucky in the morning, into a hundred and fifties. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> still wishing for the Leafs to win a Stanley Cup. <laughs> I just think, like, how bitter you are now. Oh, could you imagine? No, I can't. <laughs> I don't think there's a scale for that. It's kind of lucky. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me. <laughs> Christian and Evan will still be living at home. Oh. <laughs> No way. Remember like, we were talking the other day about what you said to the uh, at the jewelry store when you were picking out your bands in the Eternity Ring. Yeah, no kidding. That would be almost Eternity. Right. We'd outlive the diamond. Yeah, probably. Oh, you you would have I you would have to have two or three marriages in that time. Yeah, you, there's no possibility you could stick with one person for all <laughs> that time. But you couldn't afford it. I mean, you can't you can't afford to live to 180. Well, there, there, we, listen, we would have to figure out a way of revamping everything because one, this ball we live on couldn't sustain people living that long and more babies being born. Right. Two, I don't even know that there is enough. Um, uh, stuff, food, um, whatever, the requirements to keep us sustained that long. Yeah. Um, and financially, yeah, think we we would need government-type jobs. <laughs> to, we would need 14% raises. Even that. I mean, the governments would, would crumble if they had yeah. to pay pensions for that. Like, yeah. like France had these massive uh, riots right? recently, right? And it was about raising the retirement age. From like sixty two to sixty four. Yeah. And they were going crazy. crazy. Well now look, everyone else is looking at that going, sixty four, that sounds pretty good. But I don't think if you could live to hundred and eighty, obviously you you wouldn't uh, retire at like eighty and live another hundred years. You'd probably keep working but again, how does that work for young people coming along? They can't get jobs because I'm 145 and I won't move aside. You're not going to move me, youngster. You're complaining to those 90-year-olds telling you how to do your job. Now, will Viagra still work at 180? Just asking for a friend. How many breakups would you say you've had in your entire life? Wow. Yeah. Now, is, is this just like relationship breakups or like, is there, I guess, a friendship breakups, family breakups, marital mm. breakups? I think this is just, well, that would be a relationship. I, I guess, guess so, right? yeah. I guess you call that a relationship. Yes. Um, I think the question's just based on dating. People you've been like dating. How many people have you dated throughout your life? Not dated. How many people have you have been serious with and then had a relationship with and then broke up. Right. And the uh, the top answer is just two or three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I you know I I start rolling back, uh, and certainly there was you know things in like grade seven or eight or early in high school. But don't those count in the sense that they may not have been very serious, they may not have lasted very long, but the breakup part of it was. I don't want to say traumatic, but oh, significant, sure. right? Oh, of course. And you look back. Like the first heartbreak kind oh, of thing. Oh, my gosh. I, I remember grade seven or something. There was this girl. Carmen was her name. And she was really uh, part of a very popular group of students. She gotcha. was stunningly pretty. And there was not a chance in hell 
that I would have ever had any opportunity with her. She was the type of girl that I just assumed wouldn't even look at me, you know, as I was walking by her in the hall. Wouldn't wouldn't help me if I was lying in the street. <laughs> but it turned out somebody told me because that's what you did back then. Right? Hey, did you hear Carmen? Is it you? you? Oh man! Uh, I was walking on cloud nine, and if, if for a for a beat, I thought, no, they're they're this is a prank. Right? They're, they're, they're anyhow. We end up. Uh, it's true. We end up. She likes me, so I end up. We end up seeing each other for a very brief moment in time it might have only been a weekend uh-huh. and i do remember being at her house and her parents weren't home and she had a younger sibling and i was just desperately trying to make out with her on the couch <laughs> but the younger sibling sibling kept getting, getting in the way and i remember what when and she ended it obviously i i was <laughs> this was not gonna last forever i was so heartbroken right. i remember just being devastated uh-huh so does that count then i think so I think it should. It should. So, yeah, maybe people are just forgetting a lot of their numbers. Yeah. Because to me, okay, I'm sure, you you know, before you got married, you got into a couple of or one or two serious, what you consider to be serious relationships where you contemplated this continuing Mm -hmm. much longer and either by your fault or theirs or your decision that there was a breakup involved. I, I get that. But there are some significant ones along the way that really shape, mm-hmm. you know, your uh, <laughs> your outlook, <laughs> your belief. <laughs> and nobody can be loyal. Now, here's the other question: Is it harder to be dumped or to do the dumping? I don't know. Oh, uh, so is it harder for you to pull the plug on a relationship, or I would I would, I would I'd say the obvious one was harder to be dumped. You know, it's never easy to dump someone, I'd mm. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Have I? Oh, maybe. oh, I did. I dumped somebody right. uh, that I was seeing when I met Maria. Yeah, and you feel bad about it Yeah, for a second. But it's the right thing to do. Right. To do the dumping, because you know it's not going to be pleasant. Yes. It's going to be a lot, and, and it can get ugly. Um, but when you get dumped, especially out of the blue... That's, that's, I can tell you. Tra- that's tragic. That's tragic. I'm still dealing with, as I just, Carmen. Yeah. Still ha- so, where are you, Carmen? Where are you? <laughs> celebrities who are frugal. And most of these stories come from celebrities who grew up poor. And so when they finally made money, they wanted to uh, keep it as much as they can. So uh, Mila Kunis shares the story that she was seven when her and her parents moved to the U.S. from Ukraine, and they came with nothing. And she says, because I'm an immigrant, it's a different perspective on what the value of a dollar is and what hard work is. I'm a big supporter of Groupon. I've walked into restaurants with a Groupon. I use it all the time. Oh, Groupons, right? Are they still a thing? Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I think so. A Groupon? I don't know that I ever used a Groupon. Did you use a Groupon? Did you call it Groupon? I just, for fun, I call oh, it Oh, okay. I remember when Maria was big into them for a while. I, uh, I used one once. Um, I, I had a Groupon deal for, um, for like a, I think it was like a resort, like a, a ski thing that we did with the kids. Mm. And you, you get like three nights. And it, was a, it, was, it seemed like a pretty good deal at the time. Um, Tiffany Haddish says she grew up in the foster care system and later experienced homelessness three times. Now she says she's saving up so she can afford to retire by the time she's 55. Wow. 
Uh, Dave Grohl says he spent his childhood in a poor single-parent family in Virginia. Now he says all my money goes straight into my bank account where it turns all moldy and smelly. <laughs> Holly Berry says when she first moved to New York to pursue acting, she ran out of money and briefly lived in a homeless shelter. Now she says she saves a lot because she's worried about when this trip is going to end. Hillary Swank lived in a trailer park as a kid. After her parents separated, she lived in a car with her mother until they could afford an apartment. Now she says she's still a coupon clipper. This one I think is interesting. Shania Twain. Now we know her story, if you've seen her documentary, and certainly being Canadian, we know the Shania Twain story, uh, Thunder Bay and born in Windsor. And uh, her parents were divorced, or they died. Then they died. They died. Right. They? I think uh, they died in a car accident or something. Because she ended up raising her younger siblings. Right, yeah. Uh, anyhow, she said that even before that tragedy, uh, she'd sometimes go to school hungry. Now she tells herself to be frugal and save for a rainy day. Well, I saw that documentary. And that house she lives in in Switzerland ain't too frugal. <laughs> The nut on that thing alone every month <laughs> must cost uh, quite a bit. To, uh, quite a bit. Cameron Diaz said uh, her parents weren't well off and they would collect recycling for extra money. Wow. Now she's careful not to throw money away, but she will splurge a bit on experiences with family and friends. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's a good way to to lead your life. Um. Jessica Alba says she grew up in survival mode because her parents didn't have a safety net. Now she teaches her children about saving and sustainability, like wearing hand-me-down clothes. Mm. Yeah, uh, listen, I grew up in a home that uh, really couldn't figure out how to save a dollar. And I, I'm not great at it, but I think I'm better. I think I'm better than my I know I'm better than my father was. <laughs> You're seeing his books open up. Yeah, there. oh yeah. Yeah, and he had some secrets, including another family. Um, so now that I have my hider with the kids, I don't feel so bad. Revenge <laughs> tradition. But I see it in my boys. They're even better at it than I am. Now my boys come from, uh, you know, the lovely Maria and I, and she was always pretty good with money. She ha When we met, she had, like, RRSPs. Right. Savings. <laughs> I had cigarettes and CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if it weren't for her, we wouldn't have had the down payment for our first house. Because remember, back then, you could borrow. If you're a first-time buyer, you yes. could borrow against your RRSPs. Yep. Have you, have you paid that back off yet? Yeah, almost forever. Almost. <laughs> we owe more on that now than we do on the house. So anyhow, are you? Uh, you're. You're. From what I sense of you, you're pretty good with money. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I like to splurge now and then, and I. I, I find, I, like I'm, I'm saving up for things to do. Okay. Right? Like I, I. I don't like doing it on credit. Right. I, I'm one that prefers to save up to do things. Yeah, I mean, the only reason we would put things on credit now, of course, is because all the points you get back that you right. can use later. Well, I do put it on credit. Yeah. Believe me, I, I put it on the line of credit. I just I look to see how some others are holding up their house of cards. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's all smoke and mirrors. Oh, for sure. You know, the, I, and I think one of the things that probably children lose out on now uh, and have for a generation probably is they don't see their parents saving for anything. 
You know, as a kid, I remember if we needed a new fence or a driveway or something, when my dad wanted to turn the basement into a rec room, there was a few years there where he put his pennies aside and he came up with, I remember, like two grand. It was two grand to do the basement. <laughs> this would have been in the mid-70s, right? Imagine that. Yeah, well, now, right. Now the wood alone would cost you two grand. Oh, more than that. But, um, but you know, he was making like 30 grand a year. I think the best he ever made was 40. Um, so, you know, everything, everything's different, everything perspective. But yeah, he would say, and then he had the cash to pay for the basement. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you come home one day, there's a hot tub in the pool in the backyard. I find it interesting, like watching my boys in, in what is a purely digital era. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause they're, they're just at the point where they, you know, get bank accounts and debit cards. Yep. And there's no sense. Of really how much money you have, right? Do you sense either of them will be good with money? Like, I kind of can tell. Right now, I'm sensing no. <laughs> <laughs> In the rate they spend their own, they're good with their money. Yeah. Not so good with my money. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm much more respectful of it now because I'm desperate for it. Right. Because I have none. <laughs> and the clock is ticking. I just heard a great uh, story of a Dane Cook the um, yes. comedian, mm -hmm. his brother stole like all of his money, yeah. millions of dollars. Dane put him in prison. Yeah. In fact, he said his brother was a prison guard before, um, and then he sent him back to that same prison. Did he that, really? Yeah, that he was a, a, a guard at. Well, why would he? Okay, that's terrible. But didn't he make him his manager or something at he, some point? He did. He was trying. He, he's like his brother was his best friend, wow. and so he made him his his business manager, created a role for him mm -hmm. basically, and gave him you know the keys to the castle. And the guy hosed him. And and but Dean Cook, although he said he was you know not one that splurged a lot in terms of his spending. Never looked at with his bank account. Hmm. Right? He just assumed, all right, I make good money and do a lot of these things. I know, I know the the money's coming in from these shows. He just assumed it was there, and he didn't discover it all until he went to buy a house. Yeah, you hear a lot of that uh, from celebrities who have money people uh, management and take care of all this stuff for them. And yeah, they don't know. So I think Sting had the same problem once too. A manager hosed him for almost everything. I mean, if I had that much money. I would be looking at my bank account constantly and fiddling with my bits over it. I'd be like, look, look at all those zeros. Look at those zeros, baby. I would suggest that there's going to be a big push today for outdoor televisions. Right. Yeah, because that way you could spend this evening and hopefully Sunday evening watching the Leafs outdoors. Mm. It is the big thing these days. People love having the outdoor TVs. Yeah. Would you? No, you wouldn't. What? You don't. You bought the outdoor patio furniture. You don't go sit on it. I was going to say, would you put a TV in your backyard? Uh, but I, you wouldn't go out and use it. I think it would be. I would be more inclined to use the outdoor patio furniture if I had a TV out uh -huh. there. I contemplated such ideas, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of it now is just because the price of TVs are so bloody low. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. You can get yourself a 32 inch for 150 bucks. And even the uh, the specialty outdoor ones? No, they're a little more money. No, but I mean you can also put them in a case. Yes, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that the uh, the ones that are built so they can like take the sun, right? They're uh, they're a tad more expensive. Mm -hmm. But yeah, because with your deck up there, well, you got the barbecue by the sliding door. But even on the other side, right? Like you could mount it somewhere up there. And oh yeah, I've got a corner. Oh, I've got it all laid out, Craig. <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> where it's going. Where this is all working out to. Yeah, but yeah, and I I don't know. I, 
you know, I'd be like, oh, there's bugs to deal with. <laughs> well, there is that. You know, it's I'd want a fan, some nice lighting. It 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 all <laughs> adds up yeah. to being a lot more hassle and expense. By the time you had it all set up, it'd be like you're indoors anyhow. You'd right. be in a netted thing and air conditioned. <laughs> well, you with your your Taj Mahal of a of a deck. Yes, deck. and I'm sure you've got designs to build a, a much bigger and better. I mean, you've talked about tiki bar. There is that goal. Yeah, from where that Taj Mahal deck, which is now on a 45, basically. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, it's it's almost in my neighbor's backyard at this point. He'll he'll get more use out of it than I do. Um, but yes, uh, there's a, a an idea of a tiki bar uh, so that you it could be seen from that deck and in the pool, right? Which would be uh, nice. But yes, these are all dreams for another day. I should probably fix my leaky basement. Could be. And the fact that they, in the winter the wind blows right through my house, I should probably worry about that stuff more than a, a TV <laughs> in the backyard. But. Or you should really think about all of your lofty goals for your house include bars. It's true. Whiskey bars and tiki bars. That's true, isn't it? <laughs> wait, wait. Not many other goals beyond that. No, I never have. <laughs> I'm a Ven. That's how we it's roll. It's all about liquid. Yeah. Either keeping it out or getting it in you. Got to stay hydrated. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.